Hey besties! Welcome to the BFF Bookcast. We're your hosts, Teresa and Katie. Before we jump in, we just want to remind everyone that what we discuss are our own thoughts and opinions. Just remember we are here to have a good time. And as always, please check trigger warnings before reading any books we will be discussing. And beware, we curse like the Bat Boys probably do during their annual snowball fight. Hey guys, uh, we are back. <laughs> We're with back a, <laughs> um, a Merry Little Meet Cute by Julie Murphy and Sierra Simone. Um, Julie Murphy wrote, um, I don't think you've read, re- read anything by her. Um, she re- she wrote Dumplin'. I don't know if you've heard of that. And What did she write? I'm sorry. Dumplin'. Oh, yeah. No. It was like turning to I mean, a show. It was like dumplings because dumplings sounds delicious. Yeah, no, it's about, like, a plus-size girl who, like, becomes, like, she, I'm pretty sure this is what it's about, but it's, I'm pretty sure it's about a plus-size girl whose, like, mom is, like, in, like, the beauty queen circuit, and so she, like, is, like, I'm gonna become a beauty queen, like, and kind of as, like, a fuck you to, like, all of, like, you know. That's awesome. Mold. Um, And then If the Shoe Fits, which I read last December, actually, when I was on vacation, and it was... Like, the first book, I think, that we reviewed for our account. Oh, my God. That's so funny. That, Full circle. Yeah, I read it in Fort like Lauderdale. Same time frame. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's about a plus-size girl whose stepmother is, like, the like a producer for, like, a Bachelor-type show. And um, a few girls drop out. So she sends um, – and I forget the characters' names because you know that I'm horrible at it. But she sends the two stepsisters and her – as like fill-ins kind of. Um, but she ends up like falling in love with the lead and he falls in love with her. They ha- they meet prior not knowing who each other are. It was really good. I actually really, really liked it. Um, I was going to say, I feel like I remember you talking about that and liking it. Yeah, it was really cute. And then Sierra Simone, so it's co-written. Um, Sierra Simone, who like writes like American Dream and Priest and like yeah. all of those like super smutty books. So I was like interested. I'm like, how are these two going to... Like, kind of combine and mesh together. And I think they did a really good job at it. Because it's, like, rom com but then also, like, dirty. I will say the dirtiness and the smuttiness in this book was chef's kiss. It was well-written. Yeah, so the book is about a plus-size adult film star. She kind of, like, basically she has what is, like, the, like, our equivalent of, like, an OnlyFans. It's called Closed Door. And then she also um, does porn for an adult entertainment company. And the, I guess, like, the producer, like, the head of, like, the adult entertainment Mm -hmm. studio gets, like, another job at what would be, like, the hour hour equivalent of a Hallmark. Um, Mm -hmm. And the lead of that movie that he's cast, um, she's, like, injured along with some other people in the cast. And, like, they're about to start filming, so they need, like, really quickly... To get some new people in there. So he casts our girl. Um, B. And a few other people that are in the adult industry. And is basically like. We cannot let anybody know. Who we are or what we do. And B shows up to the first day of filming. And the male lead. Is her childhood crush. He was in like. Basically what would have been like. Backstreet Boys or NSYNC. He was like in a boy band. And she was obsessed with him. No, His name was Nolan. And he is a huge fan of hers. And they huge. kind of huge fan. And they both basically are acting like 
they don't care who each other are, but they have a moment and he calls her by her stage name and she's like, oh mm-hmm. shit, he knows. <laughs> and then he's basically like, I am like a platinum member. Like I have been obsessed with you for six years. And she's like, I've been obsessed with you since I was a kid. Um, so they have this like on set romance, but he's trying to rehab his career and his like image. So being involved with obviously an adult film star, not the greatest for for his image. Um, and she's still trying to keep that a secret because she doesn't want to be like, I guess, let go from the movie because, you know, somebody, you know, a Hallmark type brand typically has a more wholesome image. Um, yeah, but she then, does want she you do kind of get like a whole like she will obviously doesn't want to be found out, but she doesn't want to be found out also because she might want to carve a path this way for herself also because she's like, I don't know how long I want to do the, this porn career for. Right. Um, and I mean, I think that I I really like their relationship. I thought it was like super cute. Um, he was like a little immature at times, but like I understood his motivations for it. So his mother uh, deals with like bipolar disorder and his sister's still in high school and his father passed away. So he feels like a lot of responsibility towards his family Um, and like rehabbing his career is really important to him because his the manager of the boy band like stole all of their money basically and like fled the country. Um, And he works for like the local town theater. So he makes like no money. Um, So basically like rehabbing his image and like getting this role and like being in the public eye and making more money is like really important to him but i think like he goes about his like his like conversations with b i feel like could have been more mature like i feel like they like they had great communication at times and then horrible communication at times i loved b i thought b was an exceptional female main character I thought the communication was there. To me, B was like a five-star character in this book. Yeah. I found Nolan to be annoying. He had great moments, especially in like the dirty talk and during scenes and when they're kind of having like their tension and like you're wanting things to happen. I think he was really good in those aspects. And I'm not downplaying what he was trying to do for his family. And I understand, like, you don't want to walk around and be like, oh, I need to keep my phone on me because my mom needs me and my sister needs me. Because, like, no one carries me. Like, everyone has their own, and they do say it in the book, like, everyone has their own baggage at home. But I feel right. like that was just, like, kind of almost like, oh, my God, here he goes again answering the fucking phone on set. Like, you know what I mean? I just think there was things like that. And, yeah, like, I think there were some immature moments of his as well that I was just, like, this is giving me a little bit of a headache. Yeah, that's kind of what I meant, like, with, like, the bad communication. Like, he was so, yeah. like... When it was just the two of them, like, in the room, like, even, like, without the dirty talk, when they were just, like, talking about, like, their experiences and, like, everything, like, he was very open and honest and they communicated well. But then as soon as it came to, like, anything going on at home or, mm-hmm. like, I guess, like, harder topics for him to talk about, they just didn't. And, like, I did get annoyed at B at the end. Um, like, so, obviously, it comes out that she is Bianca Von Honey. Um and how she just, like, starts taking edibles and, like, her friend, like, is like, oh, I turned your phone yeah. off. I honestly, like, Sunny really annoyed me. 
Sunny was so extra. She's at, who were we talking about that? We were like, we could never be friends with this female main character because she's so extra that it would, I know you say this about Aelin. No, I was, well, Aelin, no. I said I would be friends with Aelin, but like, like more queen. I would just not get her inner circle. She'd be too much for me. We say it, I mean, we say it about Jerry from ZA all the time too. That's, yeah, like it's just she's too much. I really liked the other um, porn and I don't know. I was doing quotes to you. The other porn industry person, the costume designer. I thought he was hysterical. But yeah, yeah. like Sunny to me, I wanted to just be like, shut the fuck up. I just wanted to like smack her. <laughs> like please Sunny, stop yeah. speaking. Sunny came off like really immature to me when she was like, oh, you're just like a fuck boy, and was like taking like yeah. his phone and like turning her phone off, and it was just like she was too overbearing for me. Like. Yeah, I would. If that was my friend, I'd be like, I'm a fucking adult. Let me handle my own shit. Yeah, like, I, I agree. Railroaded B. And like B is like a very like, it's not like B needed it. You know what I mean? It wasn't like she was like this like insecure, like character who like lacked confidence. Like B like her whole thing was like that she had like all this like, great self-confidence and was like kind of willing to stand up for herself. So I don't know. That just annoyed me about Sunny. Um and I love that, like, I I don't know. Um, I know that Julie Murphy, like, writes a lot of plus-size main characters. And I've only ever read, like I said, If the Shoe Fits and now this book. But I like how she doesn't make the fact that they're plus-size, like, their only character trait. Like, it comes up, and, like, she has some insecurities, um, which, like, every person, every girl does. But it wasn't like she... I read books where the she didn't like to find them, which I liked as well. Like I've read books where like the female main character is plus size and it's like done their entire personality. Yeah, like it's like their entire personality and it's I think it does a disservice to like the character obviously, but plus size in general because like and regardless of your size, you're more than what your size is. Like you're allowed to be insecure, obviously, but like I like that she gives her characters an actual like personality and is able to like show different facets of it and even like show insecurities, but it not be like the only thing that is the focus. I mean, be the freaking porn star and, and very good at her job. So yeah. She, yeah, like you're confident there, like the outfits, like the mini skirts that she was wearing. Like I, I love that so much. Cause yeah. you're right. Like it shouldn't be, you're writing these stories just to be like, this is their whole personality. Like, no, <laughs> like we're like, you said it perfectly. We're more than just our appearance. Like, overall from top to bottom beautiful however you want to arrange yourself and what you think of yourself like you're more than just your outer appearance it's what's inside and like again like I know that I'm not a plus size person I struggle with like confidence like sometimes like wearing certain things and like it's like you know it's something that I think every woman struggles with but it's not your whole personality regardless of your size I love that just because she's plus size it didn't turn into her whole personality I love that we got to see so much more of her than just that it was like kind of like an afterthought basically um and the one like I I really liked Nolan um because I love that like he like was I mean like he obviously had his issues like we said but he was like so supportive of her like he was like yeah we're together he's like you could still do like porn and like that is your thing and like that's like mm-hmm. what you're passionate about like I would never expect you to stop and not do that because like our connection is more than just sex. Like our connection is so much deeper that like, if that is what you still want to do as like a career, like I would never stop you from doing that. 
like I I was I gave him so much credit because like I mean agree that takes like a very like strong confident man to be okay with yeah like if I was dating a guy and he was in the porn industry like nope (laughs) this is it (laughs) I'm like a very chilly back person but when I get jealous I am jealous and I would like there's yeah there's just it's just not gonna work I can my again my own insecurities I could never um I mean he knew going in who she was it wasn't like he was blindsided like you know whatever so like he knew what he was getting his like you know getting into so I I really like that he was very open with her about like his attraction but not in because she's a porn star I'm sure she got like the dirty talk 24 7 but I like I love when he was like you know be you're beautiful and you know be you you're you just you shine so much up there like you you're wonderful at what you do like his compliments were so genuine yeah and they were like yes exactly like and I think they had a lot to do with like her like she felt like she was being seen as like a person and not just as like a sexual character um and even when they were together she was like you know like I'm normally like he could even tell he was like you don't have to like worry about angles and like what you look like for me like no one's watching it's just us like you're beautiful yeah and like I like and he's like and look like look at what you're doing to me like look at my body like how I react to you like don't worry about like what you look like or what angles like I find you attractive like I love this about you um and like I think even in like her head she was like you know like I'm always like yeah like the dirty talk happens in the films and stuff and yeah she gets off and things but like it's it's her job so like even though like it's enjoyable it's not uh I'm trying to think of like what the word them uh it's not real but like with him like it was real like she could just be more herself and like not have to put on a character Agreed. Agreed. I also really like in the end that he stood up for her and went and did the interview, um, expressing like his feelings to her and like who, but again, like speaking to her character, not again, just what she is on screen. Yeah. I think it was kind of annoying to find out that because you also learn about like, because he was a bad boy in a bad, in a band. And he kind of got caught up in this scandal where there was an ice skater who couldn't that was supposed to be in the Olympics, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Essentially, there was an orgy with two other male skaters, and he's seen with her. So there's an assumption, of course, that he was in the midst of that, and like he was the one who solely ruined her career. Which I also think is just like ridiculous. Like there's other men there, and like he took, like then he took the blame. Then you come to find out that like he took her call because she was sick from food poisoning. And just never said anything about it, which like I think that's great. Like you don't have to, right. you don't have to, whatever. But at the same time, I just feel like that was like so odd. Like, well, I also think that like so when he calls her and is like, hey, I'm gonna do this interview. And they're like, I need to like clear my name. Like this is like years later. She's like, yeah, yeah. of course. Like of course. I'm like why wouldn't she just say something at that point? If that was like me back then, I'd be like, okay, let me shut the set the record straight. Like he didn't do anything. He took my call because I was. I had food poisoning and no one would help me. Right. Because, like, her... Like, it didn't make sense to me. Yeah. I mean, again, though, like, the... She has probably a team of people working for her, just like he did, who are, like, running the show and saying what you can and can't say. And, like, young and impressionable girl, because if she was... I mean, think about it. If she was a figure skater in the Olympics, maybe 21 or younger. Yeah. Very young, 20, probably. Yeah. I would hope at least 21 if she's having um, orgies. But, again, do you... At least 18, I would hope then, at least. But, um, 
you know, young and impressionable. And also she was probably embarrassed too. And was probably like, I don't want more attention on me. I'm just going to like go and so who knows? But yeah, um, the, like the paparazzi guy was like the fucking worst. Um, I couldn't stand him. Could not stand him. I mean, again, he's, you're not supposed to be able to. Correct. Um, Yeah. I thought that like Nolan's, um, manager was funny, but like she also kind of annoyed me. And yeah, she was I, right I, on the edges. Had, I got mad at him for just like approve. Like I know that him and B like had a conversation and they were like, all right, like we have to keep this secret at least for a little bit still because like again, like he so like needed to like rehab like his image. Um and he didn't I don't I mean like I don't know if it necessarily mattered that she was who she was, but I think a lot of it just in general, he was like, I just don't want to be seen like with women and then people start spinning stories. Um, but like him, like let, like approving that press release was like, I'm with you. Cause also then you turned around to the interview. So you just admitted to lying, saving face. And that's like, not what you're trying to do. Like, I think that it should have been, like, that he told his manager, like, no, I don't approve this. And his manager put it out anyway without his knowledge would have been a better, I agree. like, issue. Cause then it's that's more, what I thought was going to happen. Yeah, that's what I thought was going to happen, too. Because, like, he, like, read it and he approved it. And I understand because, like, again, he's worried about his family. But, like, at what point, like, are you just, like, like, he threw B under the bus. Literally. And he's, and yeah. I, I mean, he, and she almost didn't even take it that bad, which, okay, yeah. fine. But just, I don't, I don't know. It was just, there was a couple moments where I was like, huh? I mean, the moms were cool. I liked these moms. They seemed pretty awesome. Okay. And Uncle Ray, Ray Teddy seemed like, I wish I got a little bit more of him. Because he was like that dry, witty humor that like you needed every once in a while. And I love that like his one kid, Angel, look at me knowing names right now was on set a lot and, like, really liked the guy that did the costume. Like, I liked the whole dynamic. I, I wanted a little bit more of Uncle Ray Ray. I, yeah, I loved the dynamic of all, like, of, like, the adult entertainment industry, like, people. Like, and, I mean, I really liked um, Gretchen and Pearl. Like, oh, I'm yeah. Funny, she's, like, a little hippie. She's, like, laying in the snow in, like, a T-shirt and, like, she's, like, Venus now or, like, whatever. Um Another part that I thought, like, was, like, just dumb on the character's part was when, like, B and Olin are like, yeah, we'll go to the strip club with you and, like, take a picture with the stripper. And then when like, they did it, I was like, how fucking stupid can we be, people? This is going to bite us in the ass. And, and it bit us in the ass. Yeah. They just ask her, like, hey, can you please not show anybody? I did, I would literally be crossing my fingers behind my back and be like, sure, let me go make a couple hundred bucks. <laughs> like, right. If I ever met, like, Chris Evans on the street. And he was like, you could take a picture of me, but you can't show anybody. I'd be like, sure. Like, wink, wink. Okay. I only show, like, my closest hundred friends. <laughs> Printed a hanging in my house. Like, literally. It's a big, it's a big, like, 11 by 14 in your entryway. <laughs> like, literally, like, literally. I'd be like, yeah, no, sure. I won't tell anybody. Yeah. Wink, no, that was just, like, the dumbest thing in the entire world. And, like, like, you're trying to rehab your, like, there's nothing wrong with going to strip clubs, but, like, he's so concerned about, like, rehabbing his image, and he can't be doing anything wrong, and he can't be being seen doing this or this or this, and then, like, you're going to a strip club? 
Or go to the strip club, but then like B should have been like, let's just do the strip club and that's it. Like no private dancing, no this, no that, no, and no picked or at least, you know what? Why the phones? Put your phones down, ladies. Put your phones down. <laughs> oh, put your phones down. Um, 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 I also really thoroughly enjoyed how the clothes, again, the co- I just really liked the guy that the costumes. Can't think of the name. Luca. But I loved how he had, Luca, I love how he had bins from other sets from the porn industry. <laughs> like, no one's going through and he's like, do we, do we need these things? He's like, you never know. Like, <laughs> Yeah, he brought like a whole container, so like assless chaps, and Nolan was like, "Do you have full frontal chaps?" Like, also like the movie that they were have here. like the movie that they were making. Like, I want this movie. It's really funny. I meant to go look on Hallmark Channel and see because they have some weird. They have the worst best Christmas movies, as we all know, and I, I feel like there's got to be some kind of royal 1800s. There has to be something it's, on there. Okay, so it's not Hallmark. And it's like, it's kind of this vibe, but this one's like a little bit different, but it's on Netflix and it's Vanessa Hudgens. And I want to say it's like a night for Christmas or something. Yeah. And this like night from like, I don't know, the 1500s gets like, he goes through time and ends up like in 2020. And um, he like, is like where the fuck am I? What the fuck is going on? Like, and it's funny, it's cute, it's stupid. She never like in the in the book. Like, I think that he transports forward, she transports back with him. Cause like yes. yeah, like sometimes they're like in like the normal, and then some not whatever. Um, Vanessa Hutchins never goes back in time. He just stays in like modern time. But it's I think it's a night for Christmas, so it's kind of that vibe, and it's so bad, but it's so good. I, I watched it like four times. I need to. There's also a book I read. So uh, when I was younger, all I read was Heather Graham, who is an actress, but it's not the actress. It's obviously the author. Um, yeah. And Nora Roberts. And Heather Graham, author, has a Christmas book. I'm not going to lie. I mean, again, we're talking about early 20s, maybe. So God only knows what it's like now. But I remember it being the exact same thing where there's a lot of like back and forth in time. And it was a home in time for Christmas. So it came out in 2009. So I was 19. So bear that in mind, people. Um, but it literally is this girl is driving home for Christmas when a man in Revolutionary War, Eric Costa, appears out of nowhere. I forget how he got there, but literally her and her best friend, like, they end up swapping places like so they all can be with the people they love. And it was a really good book. So if anyone just wants a random, I'm fairly certain there is a sprinkle of smut in there there's always like one or two scenes maybe one and like a heather graham book so you do get something but i'm not gonna lie like i remember it being but again it was 19 year old katie so let's let's also back up seven seconds but i remember being good when i was 19 <laughs> I mean, it sounds like it sounds cute like i love shit like that like i love there were like, like letters being stuck in like the fireplace wall that you can like somehow communicate it was obviously past the future. So like if you were in the past, you could stick a letter in and somehow they were able to like communicate a message. So like they were able to remove the brick and get the mat. It was just so fucking cool in my eyes at 19. <laughs> I'm intrigued. I need to like look I, at, um, Hallmark Christmas movies like are like I love like I have them playing in the background 
just like oh, all of course time this time of year and i love when they do the christmas in july like i live for this shit so like when i was like reading okay. them like, i'm like let's get this movie made um it's rated a 3.7 on goodreads i mean that's pretty decent you gave this a i mean i gave this a four star you gave I it a three i gave this a three seven five so like it's right on par do with that as you must <laughs> i feel like a lot of christmas books sometimes let me rephrase some Christmas books. I feel like sometimes just don't like hit the mark for me. And I don't know why. Cause I love, I I'll watch like be like, I'll watch Hallmark movies and be like, this is the fucking worst thing I've ever seen, but it's like the best thing I've ever seen. Yeah. I have, to be, so bad that it's good. I have to be in the mood for a Christmas book. Um, yeah. This um, one is like Christmas themed obviously, but I feel like it wasn't very Christmassy. Like, I think it, it, just, very it just took yeah. place during Christmas and, like, they were making a Christmas movie, but, like, it had very little to do with Christmas. Like, you could have done, you could have taken this story and just done it, it yeah. time of the year and it would have still been the same story. Um, I will say, and I wonder if this is, this hurt the rating. I started this flying out to Indy. And I was, I, you know, when, like, you just, like, travel at night, so then, like, you're wide awake, and you know you need to fall asleep, but you can't fall asleep. It's not like I'm saying up to Reek that it's a really good book, and my eyelids want to close, and I had them pinned open. It's like, I know I need to sleep. So I started to read that, and I was like, you really need to stop. And then I stopped reading because the ZA8 came out, and I wonder if, like, the breaking to read another book in the middle yeah. hurt the reading. But still, like, this didn't tickle my insides. Like, I wanted it to tickle my insides. Well, it tickled mine a little bit. It tickled my insides. Okay. And it tickled my nethers. Um. <laughs> I mean, again, I thought B was phenomenal. I liked, I liked her. Like, to me, she made the book. Yeah, no, she was great. I'm, like, looking at quotes. Um, I, I highlighted some I won't read all of them, but... Um, one of them, I think this is, I think, I'm pretty sure this is Nolan saying it. I didn't think I'd ever been kissed like this, kissed with such delicate skill. I'd never been kissed like I was already in bed with my pants unzipped, because that's what this felt like, a kiss made for fucking. And you know what? Nolan. Be a really good kiss. I have 15 highlights. Oh. <laughs> Why? I don't know. This is, I don't know what I was thinking. I had my first highlight. He needed another mozzarella stick. He shoved the breaded lava into his mouth. What? <laughs> Excuse me? He needed another mozzarella stick. Clearly. Uh, but like, okay, so like this, like, this is what I was talking about. She giggled, her eyes flashing all sweet and teasing and green up at me. And it was so different from how she was on her closed door account. She wasn't being sultry or pouty, but happy like she was having fun. And that's like what she says in her head, too. She was like... He kept being like, she, like she's being so genuine. Like he's used to seeing her like on the counter in like her like videos, and like she's like putting on this like sexy act, which she's obviously very into. But he's like so like he like likes her so much more when she's just like being authentic and like being like having fun. And I love that. Yeah. Um, I think my one of my top favorites. You make me lose my mind. You make me fucking feral. Oh, Great I. Line. I literally that was the next one that I had. Wait, this again. Another thing I I had another thing I highlighted. Can you please love cheesy cotton natty light? Like, <laughs> excuse me. 
oh, I also loved, I don't know why I highlighted this, other what context this was in, but I thought it was like funny how they roped in other movies. Um, oh, they're trying to find the ending of the movie because they somehow stole, I forget what the movie she stole Moulin it from. Rouge. What was it? Moulin Rouge. Moulin Rouge. So they're like, maybe the meaning of Christmas is God bless us, everyone. The meaning of Christmas is love actually is all around. Nobody puts baby in a corner. There's no crying in baseball. I am Spartacus. Like, I was like, I know, every, and I don't watch movies. I was like, I know every single one of those. I know. <laughs> uh, yeah, it wasn't bad. It wasn't my favorite. Um, it wasn't the top Christmas read, but it was, it was, a, it was a cutie one. It was a cutie. Good, good spice. Good written spice. I liked the spice. The spice was the best part. Yes. Like, even the way he speaks to her, like, I want to play with those sweet little panties of yours. I want to push them to the side and see exactly what they're hiding from me. I want to see where you go all pink and wet. You are wet, aren't you? If you touch, if I touch you, you'd be so slick. My fingers would slide right inside. Like, there is some, like, I was like, okay, <laughs> we're writing something so good here. <laughs> she gives him, she gives him head. And he, like, this is, like, why I think I liked it. Because I thought, I honestly thought he was funny. He's like, you killed me. You literally sucked the life right out of me. Holy <laughs> fuck, I'm done. I'm dead. Tell my family I love them. If this is how I go, so be it. Like, and, like, they kind of answer back and forth. Like, I think when it's just the two of them and they're, like, behind closed doors, like, I loved them together. It was, like, when they were, like, in public with other people that I was just, like, not as into him. I love, I want, like, a spinoff with his friend Callum. And yeah, what's the other Isaac? Isaac. Even though Isaac's story, and I feel like that's kind of what they were setting up for. But I feel like Isaac's story will be sad because Isaac's wife died, and they don't really give you any information, just that she died unexpectedly, and that he has become like a recluse since then. So it's been over a year. And poor little angel. Callum, they like describe as having like a like a hot dad bod. And a sex tape of his like got like leaked, and apparently and everyone watches, like, he knows how to fuck. And I'm just and like okay, so Nolan is bisexual. Callum has been his friend since like childhood, but growing up, he, he had like a crush like on and off with him. Like, but Callum's like as straight as an arrow. Um, and like even B like had a crush on Callum too, but like Nolan was like always her number one in the band. So I feel like they're like setting up this like another for next year with him and I'd be very intrigued I will read those but I hope like I mean yeah like I think I think this was cute enough for me to be like I would recommend um if you're looking for just like something smutty yeah yeah. um and overall like it was a good it was a it was a good ride it was was super easy to breathe through yeah it was super easy to get through too um B okay so this is a quote from B um, that's what it always came down to. It was all I ever wanted in my relationship for the person I was seeing to not only be with me at night when things were fun and sweaty and full of delight, but to be there in the harsh light of day when there was no hiding from reality. I wish I could go back in time and tell little B that the dark was nothing to be scared of and the hardest things in life usually happen in broad daylight. And that like has a lot to do with like her feeling like she's good enough behind closed doors but, like, nobody, like, would be willing to step out in, like, the daylight with her, like, knowing, like, what her job was. Yeah. It was a good moment. I know. I just, like, that's why I loved her. Good she was so, like, 
I liked, I, like, I, I will say it again. I've only said it, like, five other times. I really liked Babe. Yeah. And, like, again, like, I, I have to assume that, I assume that it was, cl- like, that they collaborated a lot more. But I feel like that Julie Murphy wrote more of, like, the B stuff. And that um, Sarah Simone probably did more of, like, the Nolan POV chapters just because, like, she's more of, like, a dirty, spicy writer. Um, but I'm, like, I I mean, I'm sure that they've probably, like, done an interview or that it's somewhere. But I'm, like, kind of curious, like, who, like, if they, like, each did, like, a different character POV or if they, like, really. I'm cl- always interested when there's multiple authors who writes what. I'm with you. Like, even with the Twisted Sisters, I'm like, who write to? Like, I need to know. There's a list for them, um, which I will find and send to you. But, um, yeah, I mean, I thought it was, like I said, I thought it was really cute. I think it could have taken place any time of year. So, like, I don't think if you don't get to it during Christmas and you feel like reading it in, like, January or February, it still works. Um, it's snowing in Vermont, so you literally have ample time to choose when you want to read this. <laughs> and, like I said, I get those in, like, October to April. Yeah. I gave it a four star. I loved, I loved B. I liked Nolan. I think that he could have been better. Um, I loved the spice and I thought that it was funny. So like it hit like a lot of the marks. What would you give it? Like, what would you rate it on like a spice scale? So this is where I guess like, I think we need to, I need to like explain my spice scale first because I don't, because even there's another thing I posted and someone was like how dare like what do you mean you gave something a two and I was like well why'd you give it a four like it wasn't all to me like a four and a five is the book is all spice with very little plot so if you took the plot out you would still be fine because it's all spice but like to me like a one through three is something where you have a plot and the spice is just injected so to me this would probably be like a two I was gonna say like a two and a half because like it was I feel like it was dirtier than like mm-hmm. a typical, like That's true, but like it was, but it wasn't like an overabundance of it. No, like you could still take it out and still have a storyline. You're right, maybe a two and a half because like because you're right, there was, it was oral, it was obviously like you know all that it's way very descriptive, very descriptive, and that that like to me, how how much how many different ways and the description weighs into my spice rating. Yeah, so anyway, I think a two to five is more is yeah. better. So my, I was gonna say, so my rating would be like a two five spice four star, and I guess yours would be a three seven five star, and then the same spice rating. Yeah, yeah, I agree on your spice rating. Yeah, but yeah, um, recommend. Really cute, very easy. Like that. That's what I think is like good about it. Like if you're, especially around the holidays, like a good cute read that you can get through. And that you'll find enjoyment with. Yeah. And then I think you've said this before and it's so funny because like I never realized how true this is. We spend all year reading tons of books, different like genres, um, more fantasy that you're more romance. But come like December, my brain shuts off. I don't want hard. I don't want heavy I need like light and airy. I actually almost want to do like rereads of my favorites. I, so I, earlier in the year, I said this and like, I obviously didn't hold true, but I was like in December, I think you and you talked about this. I was like in December, I think I want to reread like my top five favorite books from the year. Like I want to like try to pick my top five 
and then reread them. Um, and I obviously haven't done that, but I have been thinking about rereading funny feelings. So maybe I will, but, um, maybe you will. I actually have a TikTok in my draft. That's literally like when you want to abandon your entire December TBR to reread some of your favorite books, because I cannot believe myself, but I've actually stuck to my DBR. I don't know who I am. I mean, I've had a couple additionals here and there, yeah. but I've still been like marking them off along the way. But I'm like, I think I want to reread some of my favorite books. I think you should. I might. Because I've been keeping a list of like my favorite book per month. I know you did really well with it. I went off the rails, I think, in February. <laughs> but like, uh, like, like, I mean, I have the audiobook. Like, I wouldn't reread Crescent City 2 right now. It'd be too heavy for me. And that's like obviously one of my favorites of the year. So I would probably do like an audiobook for something like that. Cause I do, like, like you said, I like to keep it nice and easy and easy. decent. Like, I have a lot of, like, my birthday was yesterday. Christmas is coming, New Year's. I do not want to be like. I also just don't want to think. It's like, Right. You get into that mind, lines, even like, yeah, like I want to shut, I'm shut off. Like from Thanksgiving to, to New Year's, I'm like, yeah, I just can't even function. I'm like, what is happening? There's so much like already going on. Yeah, my brain can't function. So next week, Love Light Farms. Um, yep. I think that I'm going to drop the ZAA episode that we recorded over the weekend on Friday. I love that for us. Because I feel like at this point, people have read it and it's still like, obviously you haven't read it. You don't have to listen, but for people who have read it, you can listen. So uh, this is Wednesday. Um, so on Friday, we'll drop the Z88, kind of just like our initial thoughts and reactions to it on Friday. And then next Wednesday, Love Light Farms. And then the final week of the year, just those good old spill in the tea, we'll probably go through our favorite reads of the year. We can do like, you know, our top of the month or just even our favorites um top top 20 books because how out of you've read almost 200 right yeah I'm close and, and I've read close to 250 so like when people are like top 10 I'm like how I can't pick 250 20 we'll pick our top 20 books yes ma'am I'll start I'll start a list <laughs> and then we were we said we were going to take a few quizzes and like share our answers like which yeah I think we're gonna do a Zodiac Academy. Like, what our orders would be, who our mates would be. Like, we're gonna do something fun like that. So, stay tuned for the end of the year, and then we will drop our January calendar on the Instagram page, um, probably in the next like week or two, because I think we have that. We have that pretty narrowed down, but yeah, we'll 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 give everyone a, a chillaxing moment because you probably all feel like we do, where no need to bombard. <laughs> It'll be there. It'll probably go up like next week, though. In reality, just so if you want to follow along, you can. Perfect. But yeah, that's it. That's those are our thoughts. Those were our thoughts. And we will talk to you guys next week. Yes, we will. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to our episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to subscribe to receive notifications anytime a new episode drops. You can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at the BFF.bookclub. If you have any comments, questions, book recommendations, or books you want us to talk about in future episodes, please send us an email at thebff.bookclub1 at gmail.com. We appreciate your support. See you, fuckers. <laughs>